from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 2023 third quarter of the App Bonanza of the BAU podcast, which coincides with episode 139. I'm Warren Carr, along with my great co-hosts. I got John Dyer in Virginia, Doug Cameron in Edmonton, the Lebanese girl there, the pretty one in Lebanon, Karen Kewen, pretty one from London, Fidad, Sally Kandas, and my buddy there in Mumbai, Austin Pinto. We've got a great lineup for you guys today. We have the App Bonanza, as I introduced it, and we have several of these. And we hope that you love these apps that we've chosen for you or some of our listeners have sent in. We're recording on Saturday, August the 5th, 2023, and we do not have any announcements today. We simply wanted this to be a truly App Bonanza. John, what's going on in Virginia land? Any rains falling or what's going on with you? Yeah, we had a lot of rain this week, especially yesterday. There was a few flash flood warnings in effect, but luckily my area doesn't really flood too much where I live. You know, we're probably having that effect because usually it doesn't rain here. And yesterday we had some rain last night and it might rain again today we're just going to be like maybe 79 80 degrees cloudy day um and we're having what we call the hops festival here in my little town we do this the beginning of august every year so it's a celebration time in my little town you know if you're a beer drinker uh this is a time for you lebanese pretty one what's going on with you Everything is going well here. Actually, we are starting to get a better weather, and this is good. And uh, I hope that we will stay like that, and we will not be victims of heat waves like other countries. Great. And that young Hampson guy there from Turkey, I'm talking about Sally in Samsung City. Sally, what's up, my man? Well, the Samsung phones are burning and Samsung City is burning as well. <laughs> this heat's like 32 Celsius and it's going even more. Tomorrow is going to be 37. I'm like, I don't know what to do tomorrow. Somebody take me away from here. <laughs> Put your meats out there and let them cook. You know, you don't have to labor in, you know, barbecuing your meat. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty one in London. What's going on, my dear? Um, well, we haven't got a heat wave. We've just got loads of clouds, and today it's been raining most of the day. I think they're calling it Storm Anthony, which is not as good as Storm Fiona that we had last year. For obvious reasons, I think Storm Fiona was the best storm ever. Um, no, it wasn't. It, it quite In all seriousness, it did a lot of damage, and that wasn't good. But I did kind of enjoy there being a storm named after me. Uh, but, yes, yeah, Storm Anthony this we've got now um and uh yes we've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of rain and it's giving me a headache and that's a bit annoying so i'm hoping i think we're going to get some nicer weather later in the week and my parents have been celebrating 
yesterday because they've been married for 50 years. And that's quite amazing. So um, I sent them a card and been doing the preaching, studying this week, doing lots of work. So, um, yeah, that's that's the news from London. Well, congratulations to your parents. That's a long time to be married, and it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's a very long time. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I haven't even been alive that long. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Dog boy, what's going on in that beautiful city of Edmonton? Uh, Not too, too much. Uh, This weekend up here is Heritage Days, so we've got for the weekend... A uh, fairly massive multicultural festival happening up here, so it's keeping pretty busy. Um, thankfully, Edmonton is clear away from all the fires, and our fires have downgraded to, an, I believe, 93 instead of 130-some. But, you know, Canada's to blame for the West Coast now getting infiltrated from all the smoke from B.C., so I'm getting a break from it, but everyone else is dealing with that crap now. <laughs> nice and the Rome boy there he wants to throw a coconut on my head uh, Austin Pinto what's going on my man so I think the rain has all moved to UK and England because the rain in Mumbai has greatly reduced but uh, there is some uh, kind of uh, some global warming effects can be seen because when last times and all it used to rain in August, and then the rain used to stop. The weather used to be very nice and cool. But this time it's raining and the rain stops. Then the weather returns back to heat. So that is the effect. And uh, I'm down with a little bit of a flu. So to remove that flu, I'm sipping on Bacardi rum and uh, sitting on a coconut tree and throwing all the coconuts down on my friends. What a way to self-medicate. I love it. Uh, way to go. <laughs> Thank you, Austin. So I remembered that Bacardi rum, that ad that used to come seeping on Bacardi rum. So I just mentioned that in the intro. That's good. Bro, you could get so much better quality than Bacardi. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I just mentioned it. I just mentioned it for the ad. Uh, <laughs> I see. I have no clue what that is, but in Bacardi any case. Bacardi is like, if you want to get drunk fast and regret life choices that's where you go yeah. if you want to drink something that tastes good you don't go to bacardi what would you <laughs> have instead then, then? then oh if you give me a bottle of captain morgan i'm the happiest dude around oh what about old monk oh old monk yes if i can find old monk i will drink that and i'll be the happiest boy but you can go to my house you'll find a lot of it well, then I'm going to have to come rob your house of all your rum. All right. So I think what yeah. that means is that we set sail with Captain Morgan. Uh, Hell yeah. All the way from, oh, very uh, good. All the way right. to uh, India. <laughs> Great. Good old Simos. Coming up next, our app of the week, in which we show you how to use the app and review its accessibility. You can submit your recording for this segment. Email it to us at contactus at blindandroidusers.com.
now turn on to our category of the app bonanza. And coming up, we'll help our folks introduce these apps to you as we go along. And, Doug, what do we have coming up? Well, since how I did not use AI to create anything, uh, we may as well intro chat GPT so you can do that yourselves. Austin will teach you how to use chat GPT so you can create better intros than what I just did. Hello all, in this app demo for the blind Android users podcast, we are going to demo the chat GPT app, which is just released on Android. Chat GPT, as for those who don't know, is an AI that was launched on the website of chat.openai.com. Then they released an iOS app. Just now, or just today morning, there was an app release in India. The app was available for other countries some days back, but people in India had to re uh, register for those apps. So ChatGPT, in detail, it is a text-based AI, so you can give it, let's say, a command, let's say, generate a Python script, that can tell you the version number of Windows or entertaining uh, commands like tell you a story and give it a plot or it, you can it can do whatever you want it to do. So I'm uh, launching Chat GPT. Camera, Chat GPT gives you the option with to Double continue with Google. Continue with Apple button. Sign up with email button. You can sign up. If you don't have an account, but I have an account, but let's say I click on sign up and let's see what it says. Sign up with email. Pro percent. Got it, box. Email address. So the Chrome, it opens a Chrome page for you to sign up. Web view. Create your account. Note that phone verification may be required for sign up. Your number will only be used to verify your identity for security purposes. Email address. And these are the fields that are. Then they ask you for. Got it, boss. Eight. Continue. Button. Already have an account. So that's it. So then they ask you for your email ID, name, and phone number for identity purposes. They they said that they will not use this data, but I don't know. So. Back. Let's go back. Black circle. Continue with Google. Continue with Apple. Sign up with email. Button. Log in. Button. Double tap and to activate. Because I have an account, I click login. Zero percent progress bar. Chrome web view. So when you click the login, a Chrome window with the website opens. I'm going to fill in my credentials and I'll be right back. So after you log into ChatGPT, it takes this you to this screen. This official app is free. Sees your history across devices and brings you the latest model improvements from OpenAI. ChatGPT can be inaccurate. ChatGPT may provide inaccurate information about people, places, or facts. This is because as of the date of this recording, ChatGPT, at least the pre-versions information date has been cut off to September of 2021. But they will be keeping it updated as time goes on. There is a pro version also, and that is for content creators and professionals who use AI. Don't share sensitive info. Chats may be reviewed by our AI trainers to improve our systems. Control your chat history. Decide whether new chats on this device will appear in your history and be used to improve our systems. Continue. Button. 
Double tap to activate. Black circle. Showing English US QWERTY. Menu. Button. So now we are in the main chat GPT window. There is a menu. Class menu button. If you click on this. Menu. Austin Pinto. Austin Pinto. Xavier's at gmail.com. Keyboard hidden. Chat GPT. It shows you your email address. New chat. Tab. Double tap to activate. There are tabs. History. Tab. Double tap to activate. Settings. Tab. Double tap to activate. Help center. Tab. Close navigation menu. Help center. Settings. Tab. Double tap this, to activate. This app is very accessible as of now, as of this, uh, at least what I'm seeing in the starting. So I'm going to settings Navigate and let's up. see Button. what we find Settings. there. Account, heading, enlist, email, subscription, free plan. So the subscription, let's uh, click on these and see what are the options. Navigate up. Button, ChatGPT Plus, premium features. Plus subscribers have access to GPT for our latest beta features. Priority access. You'll be able to use ChatGPT even when demand is high. Ultra fast. Enjoy even faster response speeds when using GPT 3.5. Coming soon in app. Button disabled. So premium feature is not yet launched. It's coming in the app, but these are the options that you get if you take the premium feature. I don't recommend because Button. we do not need chat GPT early access and faster usage. We are just normal home user. If you are a content creator or writer or something or depend a lot on chat GPT, then you can go for that. Data controls. So here is where you control your data, what you want to share and all with them. Tab, heading, color scheme, system default. You can do your control, your color scheme. Haptic feedback, on, switch. Main language, auto detect. For best results, select the language you mainly speak. If it's not listed, it may still be supported via auto detection. About, heading. So here is the about and all this gentle stuff. So as of this recording, at least the data uh, control feature does not do anything. And uh, there are some bugs with TalkBack actually in this app, at least the first version is that you cannot click on the continue button while you log in. So you'll have to click on continue with uh, Google and then select your email account, which is not very secure. But if you have to use the app and you want to use it now, then you should you will have to try this alternate way, but I hope they update it and surely they will. But the desktop website is not accessible as in you cannot click on the send button. So the send button is unlabeled. It is just when you type a command, you press the tab key and there is a send button. Let's see what the app does. Black circle. So the, it, it says it's a black circle. And then there is the message, which is not labeled. So the message should be a command or text input or something. It's, it's labeled as message. The same thing on the desktop website also, the edit box is a message. Showing English US QWERTY. So the keyboard has opened and I'm going to use the assistant voice typing. But uh, this app, at least as of this date, does not support any voice input or any, you, you can't speak to it like you can speak to the G of Android. So let's use assistant voice typing and see 
What are the reasons? Window English US. Who is Blind Android Users Podcast? Who is Blind Android Users Podcast? Edit box. Double tap to hold long breath. The text that we typed. Dictation button. Double tap to activate. It has a dictation feature that is good. The desktop app, uh, the desktop website may have this uh, feature, but the buttons are unlabeled. So these, this is a good thing that they have done. They have labeled the button. Send message button. Double yes, tap to this, activate. This is not labeled in the desktop, and again, it's not labeled correctly. But the, it's important that it's labeled as send message. Dictation. Send message. So dictation and send message are the only two options. That you can do. Dictation. Send message. Clear text. And another thing, it gave me a slight vibration when it's when the result was displayed on the screen. But I think there should have been a label saying that result is ready, or some alert or something spoken up on the screen. ChatGPT as of my edit box. ChatGPT as of my last update in September 2021. There was no specific podcast known as Blind Android Users Podcast. However, it's possible that new podcasts have been created since then. I recommend checking popular podcast platforms or performing an online search to find the latest information on podcasts for blind Android users. Enlist. Sometimes Double tap to activate. Double tap it to hold to does not give you the answer that you want. So that is why you should not depend on these AIs for any content or fact checking or anything. So this is really strange because when I typed the same thing on the desktop website, it gave us uh, the podcast name what topic does it cover who are the hosts so this is strange let's see anyway let's use some entertaining uh, this for some entertaining uh, what is the best joke of the day back voice type chatgpt as of my left what is dictation button send message clear text ChatGPT, as an AI language model, I don't have real-time data and my responses are not updated daily with new jokes. However, I can share a classic joke with you. Why don't scientists trust atoms? Because they make up everything. Remember, humor is subjective, so what might be the best joke for one person may not be as funny to another. If you'd like more jokes, feel free to ask. Enlist. So there it gave you a joke, although it gave you like a, a description of that joke. So what may not be funny to one person may be funny to someone else. So... It removed the entire fun out of it because it gave the description. Before I end the demo, let me just test uh, how can it write Python scripts. So does it give you any input on Android? Write a simple calculator in Python language. Send message button. Clear text. So those clicking sounds that you hear is uh, the a list of chats or list of uh, commands that we used before that is expanding. So and then it gave a slight vibration when the thing was ready. So let's see. ChatGPT, sure. Here's a simple calculator in Python that can perform basic arithmetic operations: addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Def add x y, return x plus y. Def subtract x y, return x y. Def multiply x y. Return x y, def divide x y, if y equals equals zero, return error cannot divide by zero. Return x y, print select operation, print one add, print two subtract, print three multiply, print four divide. While true, choice equals input enter choice one half three quarters or q to quit. 
Gift choice. Lower equals equals. Two. Print goodbye. Break. Gift choice not in one foot. Two feet. Three feet. Four feet. Print invalid input. Please try again. Continue. Num one equals float input. Enter first number. Num two equals float input. Enter second number. Gift choice equals equals. One foot. Print result. Add num one. Num two. Valid choice equals equals. Two feet. So that is a very long calculator, and uh, that is what you can use uh, ChatGPT. It's really a good uh, programming tool or good checking tool for programming. But however, one caution is that some of the programming code or some new programming language might have been introduced after September 2021. You won't get information about that as of the recording date of 28th July 2023. This may be changing in future. I don't know about that. So that was a short demo of this first version of ChatGPT Android app. They say that they're going to release an app for the Wear OS. So it's going to come on a watch nearby. But let's see how far is it true. Really, I use it a lot for mostly entertainment purposes or to write scripts like Python scripts and all, it can do that. So so that is it for me. That was a short demo or a long demo. I don't know how, whatever you will call it, of ChatGPT, which is very famous. And the Android app that is very welcomed to the Play Store after a long wait that we had this app. Thank you so much, Austin. And next, we have Sally demonstrating a unique take on note-taking apps. This app is called Note to Self. Hi, it's Sally here. And for this app bonanza, I'm recording the app called Note to Self. This is a note-taking app. And what makes this app interesting is it lets you talk into yourself interesting. And it's a simple note-taking app and also pretty accessible with few unlabeled buttons. And I like this app and it lets you take notes in different categories and it's easy to do and lets you take voice notes and text notes, even add in images. So let's take a look at this app. I'm using my Samsung S21 FE running Android 13 and for speech engine, it's Google TTS. Note to self. Okay, let me launch note to self. Note to self. Your mind is for having ideas. Not I'm starting new, but your mind is for having ideas. Not holding them. David Allen. I'm starting new, button. Restore from backup. You can start new and restore from backup. Since we have no notes, we are going to start. I'm starting new. 70% onboarding progress, progress bar. Yep. Almost done. We're creating a few notes to get you started. Let's go. Button. Let's go. Note to self. So when you open the app for the first time, you have four notes as the main categories. Daily journal, 1234 AM. Researchers have found that keeping a daily journal helps you in achieving goals, improves confidence and reduces stress. If writing every day feels too hard, use the voice note feature and record your life in your own voice. Empty. Bucket list, 12.34 a.m. Remember, if it doesn't scare you, it shouldn't be in the list. I'll start to read, watch, 12.34 a.m. Books, shows, articles, or rare videos. Put all their names and links here and get back to them whenever you're feeling bored. Here, notes, 12.34 a.m. Welcome to Note to Self. Ideas, lists, or anything on your mind. Put it all in here. 
Long press on this note for delete. Edit another options. Empty. Okay, this is the four notes that you see. The interesting part about this app is it's like a messaging app and you see four conversations and you can type any note in any of them. And there are also options. Let's see them. Menu. Going to menu. Your name. ID close. Button. Your name. Your name. You can write down your name. Total notes. Four. Four notes. Four categories. As you see. Backup. Restore. You can backup and restore as a file. It doesn't have automatic Google Drive synchronization. You can just go and uh, export it as a file and share it to your drive manually. Text resize. Notes lock. Off. Switch. You can even lock your notes here. App theme. You can change the theme. Rate. And rate the app. Share. And share it. Contact. Contact the developer. They uh periodically post new update to the app and it's it's real good and they listen to the um feedback for twitter button i instagram button i mail button this is their handles on the socials let's go Note back to self. search there is a search TV new button. and you can add a new group like a new chat so when you press this one, the fifth note will be added to the conversations list. Daily journal, 12.34 a.m. Researchers have found that keeping a daily journal helps you in achieving goals, improves confidence, and reduces stress. If writing every day feels too hard, use the voice note feature and record your life in your own voice. Empty. I'll be back. Button. Okay, let's press on this and you see the uh, notes here. Daily journal. Daily journal category. It's the chat of daily journal. I did group. Button. You can... Delete this group or edit the group of name of the group. Today. It's a conversation started today. Researchers have found that keeping a daily journal helps you in achieving goals, improves confidence and reduces stress. If writing every day feels too hard, use the voice note feature and record your life in your own voice. 12.34 a.m. This is the message uh, or the title of this category, as you see. You can start. What's on your mind? Edit box. Here, writing some words. And then you can add an attachment or press the send button or long press it to record a voice message. It's pretty simple, like you're using any of the messaging apps. You write your message and press send and it will be in your notes in this category. It's like any other chat with messaging app. You just write your message, but you talk to yourself as you do the note to self. When you press this send button and long press, it asks you to record audio. Only this time, button. Don't allow, button. While using the app, button. I've sent, button. As in the any of the messaging apps, long pressing on this send button starts recording and releasing your finger lets you send it to yourself as a voice note. It's pretty simple and I like this app. So if you want to delete a category, you can bucket list. Open, for example, this bucket list. Bucket list. End of field. Clear text. And there is this um, ID clear title button. Clear title button. ID done button. ID bucket list. Edit button. ID group image button. ID delete group button. And delete group button. Once you press delete. on this, delete. Yes, delete button. You will see Note yes, delete button and the bucket list category is gone and 
you have left with three conversations here. Notes, 12 menu. Okay, this is pretty simple note-taking app. It lets you talk to yourself in a messaging view, in a, in a sense of messaging to yourself. And you can even send yourself voice notes, images, and you can export those notes as a file and upload to your drive. I hope you like this. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. I'll remember to have a little note to myself. We don't stop and we don't want to stop. It's the reading era and my friend Warren Carr introduces the app called Reader. Over to you, my friend. In celebrating the third quarter of 2023 app Bonanza of the BAU podcast, which coincides with episode 139, I'll be demonstrating an e-reader that reads a bunch of different formats. I'm talking about Reader. That's R-E-A-D, capital E-R-A. So it's either read era or read error. I am on the Play Store now and will navigate to read era, which I already have. Read era, book reader PDF EPUB. I'll tap here. Navigate up button. Read era premium ebook reader. Read era, book reader PDF EPUB. I would like to mention from the get-go that there are two versions. There's the free version, and that's the one I'm demonstrating. I have purchased the premium one. However, I'm going to be demonstrating this app using the free version. The good news here is that this app does not present any ads whatsoever, whether it's free or not. The only perks that you get as a premium user is the fact that you can read or listen to your books or documents with the screen turned off. With the free version, this, however, is not possible. I am on that page now and will tap on the install. Install button. Pending. Verified by Play Protect. Read Era. Book Reader PDF EPUB. Read Era. Book Reader PDF EPUB. 46%. 50%, 100%, installing, open. The app has been installed and I'll now tap on open. Read era, menu, button. Upon launching the app, the first thing we heard was menu, which is found near the top left corner of the phone. I would, however, want to mention a few things here, that there are buttons in the app that are not labeled. Talkback, however, is doing the heavy lifting and therefore we find the buttons that make sense. Before we get started, let's see what it says. Ideal for fascinating reading of books, magazines, textbooks, and documents. In other words, you could read your documents or your ebooks and documents, including the likes of .docx, text files, etc., etc. And then below there, we have Continue button. Continue button. We tab here to get started. Find all books and documents available on the device. Cancel button. Upon tapping on the Continue button, the page we landed on is a page that asks as to whether or not we would like to allow it to scan our device for books and documents. Now, you can choose to 
tab to find it, or you could choose the cancel. There's a cancel in the middle to the left and the find to the right of it. Find button. Now, you could decide to cancel and then you could manually search and choose which folders it should search for. So I'm going to tap on cancel. Cancel. For button. example, because if I tap on find, it's going to look everywhere that has any text or things relating to text, and you may wind up seeing a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to tap on cancel. Scan disable settings button. Books and documents. And Menu. we are button. told that scan disabled and all of that. Now, so here we are. So we are at the top again where it says menu and then moving to the right. Books and documents. There's a title there that says books and documents. So by default, we are placed in the books and documents. Search books and documents. To the right of that is the search and near the top right corner. More options button. We have the more options. Since we're sitting here on the more options, let's tap here and see what the more options contains. Pop-up window. Open single file in list. Tapping on more options, the first item we come across is open a single file. Below that, sort by. We have sort by, and if we go in here, for example, pop-up window, sort by, heading, in list. We hear sort by heading, and we got the following. Name, radio button, not selected. You could search by name, by file type, and all of that. File name, radio button, not selected. File name. File format, radio button, not selected. The format. File size, radio button, not selected. Modified time, radio button, selected. Read time, radio button, not selected. And that's the last item. I'm going to go back and look at the next items. Books and documents. More options. Button. Out of list. Doing the back gesture, take me back to the main UI, and I'll have to tap on that more options again. Pop-up window. Open single file. In list. And we were at... Sort by. Sort by, and the next item below that... Filter. It's a filter, so you can go in here and choose to filter the type of uh, documents or formats you don't want it to read. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Filter. PDF. Switch. Off. Out of list. So you could tell it to not search for PDF files. EPUB. Switch. Off. Word. Switch. Off. Doc. Switch. Off. DOCX. Switch. Off. Moby. Switch off. TXT. Switch off. DJVU. Switch off. CHM. Switch off. RTF. Switch off. ODT. Switch off. FB2. Switch off. AZW. Switch off. Comic. Switch off. CBR. Switch off. CBZ. Switch off. No author, switch. No series, switch. No collection, switch. Unread, switch. Zero. Cancel button. And the last item here is cancel. I'm going to tap on cancel 
So in other words, you can choose the things you wanted to filter out among the list of items that I just showed you above there. Books and documents. More options. Button. Let's tap on more options again. Pop-up window. Open single file. In list. And below the filter, we have... Retrieve all covers. We have retrieve all covers. Go to premium. Go to premium. Go to premium. That's the last item here in the more options. And again, what the premium does is give you the ability to read with the screen off. And that's one of the perks for getting the premium. It's $11, $10.99 for the premium. And let's go back. Books and documents. More options. Button. Out of list. Now let's go back to the top left and tap on that menu. Menu. Button. Me read error. Tapping on menu, we heard read error. Reading now. There's reading now. That's the books you're currently reading. Books and documents. Here, books and documents. I tap here. It'll take us to where we were, where it'll be showing a list of documents and books that you're reading. Next. Favorites. Here is where you'll find your favorites. That is items that you've added to the favorites. To read. You can tap here to see the books that you've marked for that to read. Next. Have read. Or this is where you'll find books that you've marked as having read. And so they'll be placed in the have read. Next. Authors. Authors. You can put books in authors. Series. Series. Collections. Collections. Formats. Formats. Folders. Folders. Here's where you can choose what folders to scan. We'll come back to that. Downloads. Downloads. Trash. Trash. Settings. Settings. Send feedback. Send feedback. And that's the last item. Let's go into the settings, though, because there may be some important things here we need to take a look at. And I'll go ahead and tap on settings. Settings. Read error. Back. Button. Tapping on settings, we heard back. Found near the top left. Putting my finger down and moving down below that. File scan. We hear file scan. That is, I could tap here to scan my device. Below that. Backup and restore. Backup and restore. And this is probably one of those things that may require a premium uh, purchase. I'm not sure. Let's go ahead and check. Read error. Back. Button. Create a backup. Oh, you can create a backup. Backups do not include your files. Be sure to copy the book and document files you want to save. Okay. Import file. There's an import file. ZM. Button. And then something to the right of that there says ZM button. I have no clue. Let's tap here and see what that does. Recent. Show roots. Button. Ah, that takes me to the internal uh, root of my device. The Nothing To Phone Brave Review. Ah, Doc so there is showing some of my documents. Read error. Going CM back. Button. Out of list. All right, now I'm going to go back again. I hope it doesn't take us out of here. Read error. Backup and restore. In list. So we back to backup and restore below that. Read book when start. Continue reading the last book or document on the app startup. Switch off. 
In other words, if you wanted to resume reading when you start the device, or rather start the app, uh, that is, read the last book you are reading, you could turn this on. Next. Reading. Heading. We come to the reading heading, and below that reading heading, we've got... Flipping an indicator of pages. Next. Text-to-speech TTS. This is important, and this is one of the reasons why I actually purchased this, because it has some nice area, ARIA voices that I really like, and I think those voices are coming from Microsoft or wherever they're coming from, but they're known as the area voices. And I'll tap here to show you what I'm talking about. So we tap here to choose the uh, TTS uh, voice that we would like, and there are several uh, supported regions and languages in here. Tap here. Text-to-speech TTS. Tapping on that, now put my finger near the top and go down. Voice, not selected, out of list. We heard voice not selected. We'll come back to it, but let's look at what else is here in the text-to-speech area. Speech rate, normal. You could tap here to change the speed you would like. Timer, turned off. Timer, you could tap here and choose to not use a timer, or it will time you out after some time, and you could choose how long you want it to uh, stay active for. I think the max is like an hour or something like that. And that's the last item. Let's go ahead, though, and tap on that uh, voice selection. Voice, not selected. Let's tap. Voice. I have tapped on the voice, and I'm going to show you some of the things that are in here. Language, dash, English. Select a text-to-speech voice for this language from the list of available ones. So you tap in here by default. Mine is set to my system default, which is the English language. If the English, however, is not your language, you tap here and choose your language, and that will show you the languages or voices that are relevant to the chosen language. Now, staying with the English language, below that we have the following. Aria, Natural TTS, United Arab Emirates, Enlist. And I'm going to scroll down. Aria, Natural Radio Button, Not Selected for Aria. I'm going to go down and choose Aria. United States, for radio example. Button, not Selected for Aria. Aria, Natural TTS, Hong Kong. I'm going to scroll Aria. down. Aria. Aria. Natural TTS, Street, Lucia. Natural Radio Lucia. Button, not Aria, Natural TTS, Netherlands. I'm scrolling Aria, down. Radio Button, not selected for Aria. Aria, Natural TTS, United States. Here's United States. Aria. This is an example of speech synthesis in English. Now, if you scroll past these ones and going down below, you can even choose your local TTS engines. For example, Aria. scroll down. Aria. Natural TTS, Zimbabwe. Let's scroll down below that. NSXIOB Local, Google, United States. So you could choose the local uh, Google Voices. NSXTPC Network, Google Online, United the States. The online ones. Google, NS NSXTPF Network, Google Online, United States. N-U-S-S-M-T-M-O-O, -O, Samsung, Mail, U. Uh, so those are some of my Radio local English voices. United States, E-T-I Eloquence, T-T-S. 
eloquence in there. So as you can see, that's how you go about selecting your TTS engine. I'm going to go back. Text to speech TTS. Voice. Aria. Out of list. Now let's go back. Settings. Back. Button. We are back to the settings. And now below that TTS engine we got. Full screen mode. Hide status bar and navigation bar. Switch. Off. Below that. Day night by touch. Switching color modes by touching the upper left corner. Switch. On. Next. Multi-document mode. Open books and documents in a new window. Switching between documents via the active app. System button. Switch. Off. Next. Screen on. Keep the screen on for 10 minutes longer than your current system setting. Switch. On. So it's up to you, or you can use the timer that I showed you earlier. Other. Heading. We come to the other heading. Below the other heading, we've got... Interface language. Interface language. Parental control. We got parental control. Usage statistics. Help to improve the app by automatically sending anonymous statistics about its usage. Switch on. About read era. Version 23.07.15 plus 1830. And that's the last item. I'm going to go back. Books and documents. Books and documents. Out of list. Scan disabled. <laughs> Settings now, button. I am back to the menu I, and we heard it says scan disabled because I didn't give it that automatic scanning. Now, we could go one way or the other in how we add books with the automatic scanning disabled. We could tap on that menu and go tap on folders or and choose the folder we wanted to scan, or we could tap at one of those unlabeled buttons, which is being labeled by TalkBack at the bottom right, and that simply says the plus or something. A0B button detected. Icon add text plus. There we go, detected icon add plus, and I'm sure this is probable that one could activate the labeling feature. Let me see if it allows TalkBack menu. Add label in list. There it is. If you want to add some meaningful thing, like maybe add book or add document or whatever, you could tap here and just add that label. And this is not the focus of this, so I'm going to tap on cancel. Cancel. Button. Books and documents. Detected. Icon. Add. Text. Plus. Button. All right, so I'm going to tap here. Back. Back. Button. Tapping there, we got the following. Specify the desired search area for books and documents on your device. And moving down. Everywhere on the device. So we got everywhere on the device. Checkbox. Not checked for everywhere on the device. And below that is a checkbox to the right, and it's not checked. If I check this, then it will scan every part of my device. Next. In downloads. In downloads, and below to the right. Checkbox. Not checked for in downloads. Check box is not checked. Next. In the selected folders. And then in the selected folder, and that's the one I'm going to choose, and down and to the right of it. Check box. Not checked for in the selected folders. Check box is not checked. I'm going to check it. Checked. Now that I have checked that, meaning I'm going to select a folder that I would like it to scan or look in, then I'll move down. Add folder. Button. There's an add folder there to the left in the middle. Open single file button. 
or to the right of it is an open single file. Add folder button. I'm going to tap on the add folder and show you how you go about adding folder. And then we could tap on add a single file as well. Files. Warren's S21. New so folder. there we are. And can't use this folder to print files on Warren's S21 out of grid. And I'm going to go to my books. Alarms. Wrote audiobooks. Books. Column 2. Here's my books folder. I tap. Books. New folder. Out of grid. Tapping on books now near the bottom, I got. Use this folder. Button. Use this folder. Tap. Allow Read Era to access files in books. This will let Read Era access current and future content stored in books. And I'm going to tap on Allow. Cancel. Button. And allow to the right of it. Allow. Button. Back. Add folder. Button. There we go. So I've added that folder. Remove storage emulated zero books. Button. I could tap to remove it. Done. Button. And I could tap on Done at the bottom. Scanning books and documents. And now it's Detecting. scanning. Metadata retrieving. 92% hide button. Metadata retrieving. 93% hide button. Add to to read. As you can see, I got a lot of books in this folder. Now, to the left and going down along the left side are the list of your books. For example, read the Irma Bombeck collection. Read the Ghost Mountain Boys, row four. I'm just moving my finger down. Read the Global War on Christians. Dispatches from the... I'm going to scroll down. Read Sweet Southern Hearts, a Willow Hill novel, row seven. Now, what I do want to mention here in passing is that to the right of each of these books, you'll find the following buttons. Add to favorites. This add to favorite, to the right of that. Add to to read. Add to the to read, that is to read later. Add to have read. Add to have read, that's books that I have read. Next. Collections, zero. There you could add it to the collections. And the last item on the right of that. More options, button. We have the more options, and that's relating to the book in question. If I tap here. Pop-up window. Share file, in list. There's a share file. Move to trash. I could move that book to the trash. Edit. I could edit that book. In other words, I could tap here to edit the name of the author and series and things like that. And that's all we have here in the more options. Now go back. Books and documents. More options. Button. Row 7. In grid. 103 rows. One column. Now, because Google may flack us down for copyright if I decide to read one of these, but I'm going to show you at least... Uh, one of these things by importing a single file, and I'm going to import something that I had written. Now I'm going to tap on the menu found on the top left. Menu button out of read era. Here we are in the menu, and I'm going to tap on books and documents. Books and documents. Tapping on books and documents, of course, it's going to show the books that I have scanned into my 
library here. The global war on Christians. But I'm gonna go down front lines at the bottom. The detected. Icon. Add. Text. Plus. Button. Out of grid. And tap on that add button. Back. Back. Button. Specify the desired search area for books and documents on your device. And so we are back to where we added the books folder. This time I'm going to tap on add folder and choose the documents folder. Storage emulated add folder. We tap on add folder, which takes us to the internal storage again. Books. So by default, we are in the books folder. And so what we need to tap on is your internal storage. And it depends on what your setup is. Mine will say my name and says the name of the device. Warren's S21. And that's there on the left. I tap. Warren's S21. New folder. Out of list. And now I'm going to go tap on documents. Documents. Row 4. Column 2. Here is documents. I tap. Documents. New folder. Out of grid. And in here, I have the items that I have in my documents. Nothing to phone review. Doc, 20.51 kilobytes, 3.20 p.m., row 3, column 1, in grid. There's that three nothing rows, two um, phone review there, and I need to tap on the... Use this folder. Button. Use this folder. Allow Read Era to access files in documents. This will let Read Era access current and future content stored in documents. And I'm going to tell it to allow... Cancel. Button. Allow. Button. Back. Add folder. Button. And now, tap on done at the bottom. Done. Button. Books and documents. Menu. Button. Scanning files. Settings. Button. Scan completed. Alright. And that nothing to phone should be in here. Nothing to phone review. DOCX. 21 kilobytes, row 3. And I go ahead and tap on it. Read error. Back. Button. Out of grid. Tapping on that pops up items near the bottom. We could add it to... Add to favorites. Favorites and all of that. Those buttons that are there to the bottom right of it. DOCX. 21 kilobytes. Files. 1. File format and size. And it tells you how big the file is. Now, on the top, however, we got... Back. Button. Back to the right about of it. About document. About the document. Read. Button. And then there's a read to the right of it and to the top right. Read aloud. Detected. There's Icon. a read al Play. aloud Text. as well. And if I just tap on... Read. Button. Read. Read error. Nothing to phone review. Section. Setup screen and language selection. Page one-third. All right, so it's reading the heading of that uh, document. Now, I do want to mention here in passing that one of the shortcomings of this is that it doesn't seem to expose the text to the screen reader. Therefore, one is forced to use the TTS readout. Now that I've tapped on read the document, we have some items found near the top. Starting from the top left, we've got exit reading button. This exit the reading to the right of that. Read aloud. 
Let's read aloud to the right of it. Text search. Search. Contents, bookmarks, quotes. Contents and bookmarks. So if it's a book, you tap here, you could choose the uh, chapter you want to jump to and things like that. Reading settings. And here, reading settings, when you tap on that, it's going to take you to where you could change things like the fonts and you'll also get to where it says general and tapping on that will also take you to the TTS settings where we've been. Now, if I tap on the read aloud, for example, read aloud and tap allow read era to send you notifications. This brief review would be focusing on the Nothing 2 phone since the original Nothing phone wasn't made available in the States. In this brief review, I'll be looking at the following. Setup screen and language selection. SIM card support. Your information. Biometrics and optional stuff. Restoring your apps. Software, looking at the system settings. Screen reader action support. The glyph interface and. I double tapped to stop the reading. Now, below that, we first heard it talking about whether or not we want to allow it to show notifications. It's up to you. So, allow, we got but allow or don't allow, but do not allow. It's up to you. I typically don't allow apps to send me notifications. I tap on do not allow. Read error. GTS settings. Detected. Icon. Now, settings. at the Text. bottom left, RAM. Three we've feet. got... Detected. Icon. Close. Stop. At the bottom left, we got close. And of course, TalkBack is doing the heavy lifting. And you can bring up the actions to go add, like, the label to it. Let's check to be sure that this one also supports the labeling. Talkback menu. Add label in list. Great. It supports labeling. I'll tap on cancel at the bottom. So that one is to stop the TTS and that will close it, for example. Cancel. Button. Read error. Detected. Icon. Close. Stop. To the right of that, we've got... Detected. Icon. Settings. Text. BRAM. Three feet. TTS settings. That will be the TTS settings. If you tap here, it'll go take you back to the TTS settings where we were earlier. Moving to the right. One of 16. That's the page where you are located at. Previous. Icon. Play. Left. Text. Enter. L. We got previous. the back button. That's the previous. And then to the right of that. Detected. Icon. Play. Right, next. That's the next. And above those two buttons, and it's sitting like almost in the middle between those last two buttons, is the Detected. play button. Icon, play, button, read aloud. And if I tap here, it'll resume reading. Here's what I'm talking about. Unfortunately, for some reason, even though it allows you to stop the reading by double tapping with two fingers, for some reason, when I try to Double tap with two fingers to resume. It's not doing that. Let's try it again. Detected. Screen reader action support. The camera. Audio and microphone. OS now updates I'm and security with patches. Two fingers. That's double tap. Conclusion. To stop. My thoughts. Setup screen. 
it's stopped. Now I'm going to try to double tap with two fingers again. As described in the unboxing video, ah, that nothing to phone now. is a. All right. But if I close this, there's a problem that I'm going to show you. So I'm going to tap on that close at the bottom left. Detected. Icon. Close. Stop. Touch the center to display the menu. Now that I closed it, we heard the message saying that in order to show the menus, that is the items that I showed you earlier at the top of the screen where we picked on the uh, read aloud, you have to tap in the middle of the center and activate those menus. Unfortunately, for those of us who are screen readers, this is not possible for some reason. And it's one of those things that I'm going to be writing the developer about. You can, however, if you have a newer device, you could uh, activate or invoke the pass-through gesture. For me, however, I have the four-finger double tap and hold to activate the pass-through gesture. So I will tap twice with four fingers, holding my four fingers down on the second tap, and then let go and tap with one finger in the middle, and that should pop up the menus near the top. Here's what I'm talking about. Then tap. Now that I tap, I got those things up at the top. Not read aloud. There's read aloud there. So if I tap. Detected. Setup screen and language selection. As described in the unboxing video, that nothing to phone is a sick. I double tapped with two fingers to pause the reading. Now, for example, if I double tap again, I'm hoping it should resume it as it did earlier. And I think that is possible because the controls are still open at the bottom where we saw things like TTS settings, uh, read next and the play button. So let me double tap and see if it still works. 128 gigs of internal storage with 8 gigabytes RAM. Now I'm going to shut off the screen. Of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM and 512 gigabytes. As described in the unboxing video, that nothing to phone is a 6.7 inch phone with the following storage and RAM configurations. Of internal storage. Now it will stop after a while if I left the screen. Uh, shut off because this is not the premium version. If I had the premium version, however, it will continue to read so long as I've tapped on the turn the timer off. That has been a quick review of the Reader R-E-A-D capital E-R-A app. I hope you find it useful. Thank you so much, and I hope I'm not in air here. Uh. <laughs> and now we'll move to the next app presented by John. It is a Ruthless app. It's my favorite launcher. Go, John, go ahead with the Ruthless launcher demo. Hello. Today I'm going to be demonstrating an app called Ruthless Launcher. You can tell by the name it's a launcher. And for those of you who don't know what that means, this is basically an app that will replace your home screen and app drawer. So if there's anything you don't like about the default setup on your phone, that's something you can change with a third-party launcher. This is actually my favorite launcher. It's definitely not the most feature-complete launcher out there, but that's kind of what I like about it. It's simple, it gets the job done, 
And it also supports talkback actions, which makes customizing it a lot easier. One thing I do want to mention, though, is that this app has not been updated in over a year. So if that's something that concerns you, just be aware of that. Me personally, it doesn't bother me at all. It works perfectly fine. And, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. <laughs> it's usually my stance on things. So the first thing I'm going to do is show you how to set it as your default. So I've just downloaded it. I haven't even opened it yet. I'm going to go into settings. Settings. Profile picture. Double tap to open Google account button. Now I'm going to look for apps. Network and internet. Mobile. Wi-Fi. Hotspot. Search settings. Connected devices. Bluetooth. Pairing. Apps. Assistant. Recent apps. Default apps. You're going to go here. Apps. Navigate up. Button. Look for default apps. General. Heading. See all 197 apps. Default apps. Chrome. Phone. And messages. Go here. Default apps. Navigate up. Button. Find home app. Phone app. Phone. Settings. Button. Home app. Pixel launcher. Default home app. Navigate up. Button. And change this from pixel to ruthless. Selected. Radio button. Pixel launcher. Not selected. Radio button. Ruthless launcher. Selected. Welcome. Ruthless is a completely free application with no advertisements, hence no revenue is generated by it. If you like this application and want regular updates, then kindly contribute in its development by donating. So when I set it as the default, it opened it. And because I've not opened it yet, it got a message asking me to donate since it's a free app. You can just back out of this and it won't bother you again. Ruthless. Assistant at a glance. So now we're on the home screen and I'm just going to show you what's here by default. The at a glance is at the top. Monday, July 31st. Partly cloudy. 84 apps list. I have no icons on my home screen. There's just dock icons. So the next item when I swiped was the apps list icon, which is right in the center of the screen above the dock. So then I'm going to swipe again. That's going to take me down to the dock. Phone. Messages. Play Store. Chrome. Camera. Unlabeled. Button. And this unlabeled button, I think, is part of the Google search bar at the bottom. And that's everything that's here by default. I'm going to show you how to add something to the home screen. So you can press that apps list button that I mentioned that's above the dock, or you can just swipe up with two fingers, which I'm going to do. Search apps, edit box. I'm just going to search for an app here. Type Facebook. Now there should just be one result here. Facebook. Now I'm going to swipe through all the actions just so you can see what they are. I'm going to swipe down. Shortcuts. Uninstall. Add to home screen. Activate. So those are all four actions. I'm going to swipe back up to add to home screen. Add to home screen. Item added to home screen. Assistant at a glance. I'm going to add a couple more real quick. Search apps. Edit box. Type Netflix. Netflix. Add to home screen. Item added to home screen. Search apps. Edit box. Type. YouTube. YouTube. Add to home screen. Item added to home screen. Assistant at a glance. Monday, July 31st. Partly cloudy. 84 degrees. Facebook. So I'm just going to swipe through items here. Have Facebook. Netflix. YouTube. Netflix and YouTube. Apps list. And the next is apps list because that's all that's on my home screen. Now I'm going to show you how to make a folder. YouTube. So I'm back on YouTube. I'm going to show you what all the actions are here. Shortcuts. Remove. Move item. Activate. 
Shortcuts. Remove. Move item. So I'm going to go to move item. Action. Create folder with Facebook. And then you can either create a folder. Create folder with Netflix. Move to row two, column three. Or move it to a different spot. Move to row two, column four. So I'm just going to create a folder. Move to row two, column. Create folder with Netflix. Folder created. Folder. So it's just called folder, but if you open it. Netflix. YouTube. Unnamed folder. Edit box. You can tap here. Unnamed folder. Back. Type video. Video. End of field. Done. YouTube. Keyboard hidden. Now if I back out of it. Folder closed. As folder. Video. You'll see it's called video. So I'm going to show you how to add a widget to the home screen. So if I swipe right from this folder, I'm going to go to the apps list button. Apps list. And this is important. Because you can't put the home screen itself in focus like you can on the Pixel Launcher, which in my opinion is a good thing, <laughs> um, this is where you would go to get those actions. So with the apps list button in focus, these are the actions. Wallpapers. Widgets. Home settings. So that's how you get to these things. I'm going to go to widgets. Widgets. Acapella TTS voices. Amazon Alexa. One wide by one high. So I'm going to add this to the home screen to show you how. Add to home screen. Again, these are actions. I swiped up. Item added to home screen. And I'm still here. So if I wanted to continue adding widgets, I could just keep going through this list. But as far as I know, I don't think there's a way to search for a specific widget. So I'm going to show you a second way to add widgets. I'm going to go back home. Assistant at a glance. Swipe up with two fingers. Search apps. Edit box. So now I'm on the apps list. Type Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts. So now I've found Pocket Casts in my apps list. And if I go through the actions. Shortcuts. Find Shortcuts. Shortcuts. Podcasts. Search. Up next. App Info. Widgets. I'm going to swipe through. Podcasts. Search. Up next. App Info. Button. Widgets. Button. Double tap there. Pocket casts widgets. Touch and hold to pick up a widget. So you can double tap and hold to move this to the home screen if you want to, but I'm using all actions in this demo. Five wide by one high. Pocket casts. Add to home screen. Item added to home screen. Now that's on the home screen. I'm going to go to the home screen. Assistant at a glance. So here it is on the home screen. Pocket casts. And now I'm going to show you what the actions are for widgets. Remove. Move item. Resize. Activate. So I'm going to resize this. Remove. Move item. Resize. Resize. Decrease width. As you can see, my only option. Resize. Decrease width. Is decrease width because it's already the width of the screen. So I'm just going to do that. Widget resize to width 4 height 1. Ruthless. Pocket casts. And now I'm going to show you how to move items to a, another screen. Remove. Move item. Again, I'm using actions. Action. Move to row three, column one. Now, I'm going to swipe to the left with two fingers to go to the next page. New home screen page. Move to row three, column two. Move to row one, column two. Move to row one, column one. I'll put it here. Item moved. Pocket casts. So now I have two pages. And I'm going to show you how it behaves when you have multiple pages. So if I swipe left, since I'm on the first item on the second page. Home screen one of two. Ask Alexa. That scrolled 
the page to the first page and went to the last item on the first page. So if you're swiping through your items, it will turn the page rather than go down to the dot or the apps list button. Of course, you could also scroll the page just by swiping with two fingers or by doing the scroll gesture that you have in TalkBack. Now that I've showed you the basics of customizing your home screen, I'm going to go through some of the settings with you. Now to get to the settings, again, you put that apps list button in focus. It's kind of a small target. So what I usually do is I put my dock in focus. Messages. And I swipe left. Phone. Apps list. Until it gets to apps list. And from here, you could swipe up using actions. Home settings. Go to settings. Roofless settings. Navigate up button. Now keep in mind, you can also assign this to your home screen as an icon. Just find ruthless settings in the app drawer and add that to your home screen. Home settings. So here's what we have. More options button. Notification dots. Notification access needed. So this is where you would go if you want to have notification dots, which means if you highlight an app that has notifications after TalkBack reads the name of the app, it will tell you how many missed notifications you have from that app. But obviously in order to do that, you have to give Ruthless Launcher permission to access your notifications. Next we have styles, grid, icon pack, accent, and more. So I won't open this up, but I'll just touch on what you might want to go in here to customize. While you don't care what the icons look like, you probably do care how many there are. So this is where you would go to change the grid size, meaning how many rows and columns of icons you have. Next we have home screen, news feed, margin, and more. So I will open this section. Home screen, navigate up, button. Home screen, more options, general, heading. News feed, disabled. So this is going to be if you want to add a Google feed to the left of your home screen, like the Pixel Launcher has. Get news feed on left of home screen. At a glance, at the top of your home screen, on, switch. So this is the at a glance. This is where you can choose whether to have that there or not. I like to disable this. Allow home screen rotation. When phone is rotated, off, switch. Self-explanatory. Customization, heading. Show numeric badges, off, switch. Now this is simply a visual setting. Whether this is on or off, TalkBack will still read to you how many unread notifications you have from each app if you've enabled that. Enable infinite scrolling, off, switch. Fade page transition, on, switch. Show icon label, on, switch. Allow two lines label, off, switch. Show status bar, on, switch. So these are just a couple of the settings. I won't go through every setting. You can explore for yourself. So I'll back out of this section. Ruthless settings, home screen, news feed, margin, and more. Dock, search widget, icons, and more. Go in here. Dock, navigate up, button. Dock, more options, button. General, heading. Show search bar, on, switch. So this is whether you want the Google search bar, bar at the bottom, under your dock. Search bar icon, monochrome icon. Search widget, default. This is interesting. So you could change the widget from Google search to a lot of different widgets. For example, Pocket Casts is one of the ones it supports. So if you're always listening to podcasts and you want those controls to always be at the bottom of the screen, home screen below the dock, where the Google search bar usually is, you can put that there. So you can replace 
the Google search widget with another widget or completely remove it if you want to. Show assistant icon, off, switch. Show dock icons, on, switch. This is whether you want a dock or not. Enable two row dock, off, switch. If you want a two row dock. Search provider, default. You could change the search provider if you don't want to use Google. Dock height, 0%. 0%, slider. Show label inside folder, on, switch. Disabling an entry will hide the component or disable its functionality. And that's everything in this section. Ruthless settings. Dock, search widget, icons and more. App drawer, background opacity, text color and more. And this is where you would go to customize the app drawer in a similar way that we customized or went through the customization settings for the home screen earlier. Gestures, swipe down, long press and more. Let's see what's in here because this is interesting. Gestures, navigate up, button. Gestures, more options, button. General, heading. Swipe down one finger, open notifications panel. So, of course, for us using TalkBack, that's a two-finger swipe down. You can change this if you want. Obviously, by default, it brings down the notification panel. Just to be clear, this is a two-finger swipe down from the center of the screen. So if you were to swipe down with two fingers from the very top, it would still bring down the notification shade, even if you have this assigned to something else. Swipe down two fingers, open quick settings panel. This doesn't really apply to us because if you have TalkBack enabled, the only way to use this would be to do a pass-through gesture. So I guess if you wanted to, you could do that. Home button, nothing. Home button. This is if you want. I'm going to show you a couple of options. Home button. Checked. Nothing. Quick search. Voice search. Open app drawer. So for example, if you want it to go to the app drawer if you're already on the home screen, then you could change this. Gestures. Home button. Open app drawer. So this only applies to the home button when you're already on the home screen. And it also applies to TalkBack's home gesture. So if you've gone home and then you press home again, either by pressing the navigation button or by swiping up with two fingers from the bottom of the screen, or if you do TalkBack's gesture, which by default is to swipe up and left, then that will take you to the app drawer now. Long press, open pop-up menu. This is for long pressing on an empty spot of the home screen. So again, you'd have to use path through to do this. Double tap, lock using screen timeout. This is something that does not apply to talkback users. Lock gestures require their respective permissions by the user to perform their actions. That's everything in here. I'm going to back out. Ruthless settings. Gestures, swipe down, long press and more. Backup and restore, backup or restore your setup. So this is where you would go to manually save a copy of your settings and home screen layout. And I just wanted to point out that you don't need to do this. If you want to have a copy saved somewhere, this is where you would go. But by default, this will save the app data of the app and back it up to your Google account if you have backup turned on. So if you end up factory resetting your phone or get a new phone and you restore from a backup and you pull Ruthless Launcher down from the cloud, the first time you open it, it will already have your home screen set up there and your settings set and everything for you already. So all of that is saved and backed up automatically. App category, categorize apps in app drawer. So 
I think that speaks for itself. This is where you would go to have different tabs for different categories of apps if you want to organize your app drawer a little more. Secured Vault. Authenticate app launch through launcher. And then... About. App info. So that's all the settings. I'm going to go back home now. Ruthless. Assistant at a glance. Assistant at a glance. Search apps. Edit box. Then I did the home gesture again just to see, and it took me to my app drawer. So that's working. Assistant at a glance. Okay, so that's really a quick walkthrough and demonstration of the app. A couple things I like about it compared to the Pixel Launcher is, I touched on this earlier, is that when you touch an empty part of the home screen, it doesn't do anything. It just lets you Folder, keep exploring. Ask Alexa until you find something. And when you Fold, go from ask, item folder, to item, ask Alexa. while you're exploring, folder, video, you don't have it touch the home screen between icons and say home every time. That's something that bugs me about the Pixel Launcher. And um, also the actions on here are a little more appropriate. There's more actions for doing basically everything you want to do. So I have absolutely no complaints about this launcher. I think it's a great launcher. And I recommend it. Thank you for listening. Thank you, John, for that wonderful demo. I just wanted to point out now, since somebody kindly pointed out to me that I skipped over one of the settings near the end, it's a way to secure specific apps. I just want to mention it briefly. So if you want to require authentication when you open specific apps, you can do this, and it will be the same authentication you use on your phone. So if you unlock with a pin or you unlock with a fingerprint, you can require that authentication when you open any app. Just keep in mind that this is only when you open the app from the launcher. So, you know, if it's already open in your recents, or if you, for example, open it from the Play Store or from your phone settings, it won't require the authentication. So if you plan to use this feature, just keep that in mind. Thank you for that addition and that clarification. So for those of you who would like to use your fingerprint to secure some apps, uh, remember to do that. And last week, we had a wonderful Android Journey interview with Lena. And today, we have an app demo from her. She is going to tell us all about Vizzling. Hello everyone, this is Lena. I have found an app called Vizzling. It makes graphical material, and now I'm going to quote the developer, available to blind, low vision, and sighted readers. So far in the app, we have one very funny comic called My Blurry Life. The app is my favorite price, free. After installing it, it is ready to use. No need to create another account. Let's open Vizzling. 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 Main menu. Blurry 14 screen. Okay. Tutorial. We have three buttons on the main menu screen from left to right. You heard tutorials. Novels. Navigates to the novels. Novels, which is where we will find the comics. 
and about Vizzling. Novels. About Vizzling. Navigates to screen. The tutorial gives us an idea of how the app is arranged, and it also gives us some tips for navigating if we want to turn off our screen reader. I'm not brave enough to turn off my screen reader, and I have not tried this app with any other Android screen reader besides TalkBack. There are some quirks, but they aren't deal breakers because I really like the comics. We will take a look at novels. About Bizzling. About Bizzling. Novels. Menu. Life, life is Blurry 14. Navigates to the Life is Blurry 14. Now, there are a number of comics here. They are all numbered. They are in numerical order, but there are many numbers not here yet. So we have 14, 16, 23, 24, 25, 31. I wish they had titles. 14 is just some general stereotypes about blindness. 16 is Bull in a China Shop. 14, 24, I'm sorry, is Wonder Woman and Blind Girl. That's the one we're going to look at. Now, on this screen, we encounter our first quirk. Talk Back reads all the numbers twice. In fact, it has a tendency to read things twice in this app. And I don't think it's me, but I only have one Android phone, so I can't test it on another one. But hopefully you listeners will provide feedback on that. Okay, let's swipe over to number 24. Life is, bl life is blurry six. Life is, life, life is blurry 23. Life is blurry 24. Navigates to the life is. Vizzling introduction. Welcome to the Vizzling home. Window okay, I've stopped, I've stopped the speech, and in order to get to the screen that has the frames for the comic, I will tap Next Page. One thing I like about this app is that things are consistently located. Whether we're using TalkBack or their built-in system, Next Page is in the lower right corner of our phone, Previous Page is in the lower left, Play is in the middle. On the comic screen, the frame 1 is in the upper left, frame 2, upper right, frame 3 when there is one, lower left, and frame 4, lower right. And if there's a caption, it'll be underneath frame 4. Okay, I'm going to double tap next page. Back. Access. Recents. Welcome to the Vizzling app. Previous page. Play button. Welcome to the Vizzling. Previous page. Play button. Next page. Life is Blurry number 24 by Marika Davis. Page 1. Now here is where the frames are. I'm not sure if I can have them read the app to you because of copyright law. So I will describe the two frames. In the first frame, we see Wonder Woman, who's got her shield slung over her left shoulder and her sword in her right hand. Standing next to her is a lady, and Wonder Woman says to her, Who are you? The lady says, 
holding out her white cane. I'm blind girl. Superwoman says, yeah, what are your superpowers? And the next frame, blind girl responds, I can get through adversity and I can break stuff and people don't get mad at me. We do have another quirk here. Getting back to the previous screen so we can read another comic usually does not work. And getting back to the main menu usually does not work unless we close the app and start again. When we're using their built-in system, sometimes we can get back to the main menu. But those are those are some things I hope that the developers will work out. The app is copyrighted by the University of Kansas at Topeka. This is a relatively new app, and I think it has the potential to bring a lot of fun to all readers. Thank you so much, Lena. That's a great comic reading app, and for those of you who are into comics, it might be something to take a look at. You're listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. And the last link of this app, Baranza, is brought to us by Joshua. It is the Zedge ringtone app, and a lot of people, old-time people, have used this app. So, Joshua, please give us the demo. It's Joshua here, and today I will be doing a demonstration on the Zedge app. It's a app where you can download custom ringtones, notification sounds, and wallpapers. So I'm just going to go to my home screen here and go open the Zedge app. Just use the Google Assistant to make this a little bit easier. Oops. Okay, now Zedge is open. Now, some stuff in this app isn't, uh, or doesn't really work all that well with TalkBack. I'll show you and you'll see what I mean in a minute. There was an ad there, so I just swiped down the left to close it. And we have, and we're in the app now. So, uh, starting from the top, we have. This is author image. Now, then you have my Zedge. Yeah, that. Wallpapers. Video wallpapers. Ringtones. Notification sounds. And remove ads. Upload content and settings, help, information, and that's the last item. So I'm going to show you, I guess first of all, show how to download a ringtone or notification sound. So go to. We'll just go to ringtones for now and. Ringtones. Navigate up button. Ringtones. Zero. Search button. Selected. Home. Tap categories. Tap. Two or three. 
Next home tab, categories, premium. Featured wallpapers. Now, just gonna choose a random one here. Oh, just choose this one, and if I double tap here, it's not going to work. So here is where the issue comes in. So I can't double tap on this. So there's, I guess, two ways you can go into here. You can either use TalkBack and just use a pass-through gesture, or you can use uh, CSR and the direct click. So I'm just going to use the pass-through gesture with TalkBack, so I'm just going to... Try and find it here, so I know. Okay, I think it's that one. So I'm going to do a swipe left and down, because that's gesture I have to do a pass-through, so I'm going to... First, I'm just going to confirm. Okay, so now I'm going to do a swipe down. Swipe, sorry. Swipe left, then down. And... Tap on that. Now, so where I tapped was kind of in the middle of the uh, label, sort of the middle of the screen, and maybe kind of where the volume or power buttons are, and maybe a little bit below the power button is where I tapped. So, yeah, now we're in. Another menu, and we have. We have the name of the song. Play button. Oh, I see what's going on here. So, this is one one. Or I guess there's like recommendations up here or something. So, at the bottom of the screen, there's a. If you have some vision, there is a white button that's in the center of the screen and that will be it will be your uh, download button item leave it like item purchase button so if I were to just double tap this it will Give you options like set ringtone, set notifications, set alarm sound, send, set contact ringtone, save to media folder, and that's it. And if you want to do any of those, just double tap on whichever one you want, and that's what it'll do. So if you double tap on ringtone, it'll save it to your ringtones folder. And if you double tap on notifications, it'll should save it to your notifications folder. And but if it doesn't for whatever reason, you just 
gotta go find the file. It should be just normal MP3 file, and just move it to the notification notification folder or the ringtones folder, and then you can go to settings, and then just on Samsung it's called sounds and vibrations, then ringtone or a notification tone, whichever one you have your sound in, or you, whichever sound you downloaded. Sorry, so you go to your ringtone, it'll be at the very top of the list under heading called custom. So that'll be at the very top of the list below the uh, sound ringtone notification sound slider. And yeah, that's so how you can do that. So I'm just gonna go back. There's a few other buttons in here that I see. There's a share button to the left of the pause, sorry, the download button. Shares to the left of that. Sunlabeled button to the right. I don't really know what it does. Just double tap. That didn't really seem to do anything, so I don't really know what that button does. I got a thing about advertisement. I'm just going to close out of Zedge and reopen it. Now we're going to look at the My Zedge section. Go to My Zedge. This is where all your ringtones and wallpapers and all that stuff is. So if I just swipe through here. That's like settings for notifications. Then a setting. Did you have recent activity? So that's all the stuff there. They have your content, favorites, downloads, collections, content preferences, NFTs, purchases, and that's it. So I'm just going to go to see my downloads. And this is. show you how to download this because this is one that I actually want to download so I'm gonna go to the 
So, like I said, it's the white one kind of near the bottom center of the screen. This item purchase button, whatever it said. Double tap. And I'm just going to save the media folder. Go back. I'm going to go to my files and show you how to move this. So go to file. I'm just using file manager here. Every time you go back, you're going to get this uh, thing that's in a different language. I think it's in like Spanish or French or something. So I'm just going to close out of that. Open it up again. And we're going to just go into settings. Edge account. Family filter. So you guys like family fan, family friendly browsing. So yeah. So auto update wallpaper. So refresh. Your wallpaper, I guess change it, and you need to have at least two wallpapers, obviously, for it to change it. I've never used this, so I don't really know how well it works, but I'm just going to keep going. Privacy data and data. And, so yeah, that's... Pretty much everything I want to talk about. You can explore these settings on your own, and yeah, that's the my demo of the Zedge app. Thanks for listening. Battery 52%. Zedge account overview.
battery fifty two phone sick Wi-Fi signal full seven twenty one Samsung health notification notification change collapsed six hundred sixty notification set clear button disabled set home double tap to activate home Google Assistant home recent apps Google Google easy voice recorder one of three easy voice recorder zero zero sixteen thirty seven pause button done button stop Thank you so much, Joshua, and those of you who love customizing ringtones. If you don't mind, Zedge, you may install it and give it a run. So in back in the 2007-2006 days, or even I think up to 2009, I would see at least 10 emails on different email lists on how to make ringtones, how to download ringtones, different sites and of ringtone downloads and I used Zeds once and really did not get it. So I took the help of my brother to give me some ringtones. But now it's just gone out of fashion. Does any of the groups still make ringtones? I do, but not with the, not with Zedge. Um, in fact, that's given me an idea for a potential future app demo, actually, of the app that I sometimes use, although often I just do it on the computer. I don't use custom ringtones, but I do use custom notifications. I have different sounds assigned to different apps so that I can know without taking my phone out of my pocket whether it's worth <laughs> looking at or not. I actually love my watch for that, John, because I, I do I do the same as you. I have different notifications for different apps. But if I want to yeah. quickly see who it was from, I can just read it on my watch. I love that. Back in the days, there was a right. There was a really nice ring to saying, "Your wife is calling. Your wife is calling." You can probably still get yeah, it. Yeah, some people, some people used to make a lot of nice ringtones. It is your boss and something and all those lines. But I think these were in fashion because of the Nokia phones because they could only use the instrumental ringtones. I am talking about Symbian. Yeah. That after a while, they they got better. You could it, uh, later on in the Symbian days, you you could use actual songs or bits of songs because that's a lot of my Nokia um, create ones I created for Nokia. I then moved over to my Android phone because it will let me use them. Whereas when I wanted to use them on an iPhone, that was all a whole lot more complicated. Android lets you just use normal music files. I think that what happened with uh, ringtones in general, because you remember they used to cost a lot, you know, someone will create it or websites will create it for you. You pay like five bucks a pop or whatever. I think that now nowadays people don't really like to, especially the millennium kids, don't want to take phone calls anymore. So people don't do phone calls anymore. They rather do some texting or some one of those Instagrams, uh, Instagram, Instagrams, <laughs> or whatever. And so I think that's kind of the killer of the ringtone stuff. I used to make my own using Audacity, you know, on my computer like Fee, and I'll just cut uh, precisely, you know, fade in or fade out things. And I really like using Audacity. But nowadays, I don't even do any ringtone customizations. Oh, I did it with Goldwave. But I, I think I did some with Audacity, and then I decided that Goldwave was easier. But you did have to pay for Goldwave. But I used it. I use it. A lot. I still use it a lot. So it was worth it for me. 
Um, but yeah, similar sort of thing. But yeah, you're right. A lot fewer people phone each other now, do they? Yeah, I mean, even my kids, if I if I call them, I'm not gonna get a hold of them. But if I send a text, I get an mm. instant response. So uh, <laughs> young kids don't do uh, calls anymore. It's old school, you know. It's kind of yeah. odd. And I think people in general seem to just keep their phones on vibrator silent more often than they used to. Yeah, and some and obviously you know sighted people they'll use things like Instagram and um, Snapchat and stuff to communicate and whatsapp and all those you know messenger and that kind of thing exactly so things have changed a lot and it's kind of interesting watching these things evolve and all the different phases that we go through in our society it's fascinating i still love ringtones i'm a if that makes me old school i'm proud to be old school yeah, okay, join my world. Yeah. <laughs> but only so far. I mean, I know someone who doesn't even have a smartphone. That's that's that that's the person's choice. So back in that. the day I used to like so back in the day I used to like so much ringtones that I should keep ringtones for each contact. So we could separate out the we could like apply a ringtone for one contact. I should do that. I, Actually just I do that. Keep that I one still... and do that. Yeah, I still do that. That's a lot. I have over a thousand contacts and yeah. I would not even remember what is for who. Oh, no, no I don't I... do it for everyone. I just do it for some, like somebody like my mom or, you know, someone who rings a lot. Exactly. Not like the local library or something. I wouldn't bother with that. But for some family members and, and, and friends who ring a lot, then I would do that. Well, what I did with mine is just the uh, notification, messaging notification, you know, one for my wife and, you know, one for my kids and, and things yeah. like that. But um, when it rings, of course, it tells me who is calling anyway. So mm. I, I haven't done that customization of a ringtone in a long time. I've done it with messaging tones as well, like you. Um, yeah, I think it's lovely being able to do that. It's a beautiful thing. Karin, what do you do with your ringtones? You said specialized ringtones uh, from your squeeze or, you know, something beautiful like that. Well, uh, I, for, I want first to say to say something about Zedge. Actually, Zedge was a good application before they um, messed things up with respect to accessibility. But I, I used to uh, bring from Zedge some notification sounds, lovely notification sounds. Um, but I didn't bring ringtones from there. Actually, I use uh, the whole track as a ringtone. I don't like to cut and stuff. So yeah, I, I use ringtones. I, I still like uh, ringtones that are customized for my own use. And actually, I'm using the default ringtone as an Indian film uh, song. Maybe Austin knows about it. So uh, Austin, it's the Jashni Bahar. Oh, wow, that is my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very beautiful yes. one. And yeah. I I also um, customize uh, messaging, notification tones in WhatsApp for some people, like friends. They will have something special for them, family, something special for them. And this is um, this goes also for contacts as well, but as groups. So, like, 
the, the family group will have this ringtone, the friends group will have this. So this is the case, but not for everyone, for just some people. You know, it's really fascinating to see what the phone has given us. Um, I'm looking at these customizations, and it's a beautiful thing because you can now organize things and know what happens when who does what and things like that. For example, you know, like you're saying, you know, you have one specialized for your uh, family group and things like that. So if someone from the family sends a message, you know, this is someone from the family and you know whether to respond to it right away or not. And this is one of the beauties of uh, uh, customization because if it's not someone that is in my contacts and sends a message, I'm not going to be stopping everything to look at it. So I like customization. You know what, Warren? Now remind, you reminded me of something. There are those people who, say, who send pro broadcast messages. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you have such people in, in US, but those people who will send you good morning and good afternoon, all that stuff to, to everyone in their contacts and on WhatsApp. So those people annoy me very much. But sometimes you can't say to that person, hey, stop doing this. So I put a specific ringtone for those people, specific messaging tone on WhatsApp for those people. Whenever they send something, it will be that tone. It will be delayed. Yeah, because otherwise you think, oh, it's exciting, a new message, and then it's just somebody saying good afternoon. That's a bit yeah, annoying. Actually, for everyone, actually, for actually, my dad does it too. Is the but special think... ringtone that you assign to those people called none? Go yeah, away. it's silent. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I will take that, John. Uh, <laughs> none. But seriously, though, I think when someone does that, I, I think that they care about you, they're thinking about you. So it wouldn't be bad for someone to say, how is your afternoon going? And it's, I think it's a good thing. Especially yeah. if you're dead, that's they send it to no, everyone in their phone book. Yeah. yeah, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. You've obviously not they're got anyone who does this to you. Because if you did, you, stupid, it would actually it would get old very quickly. Trust me. <laughs> okay, I got it. So my dad, he gets up in the when he wakes up in the morning, he just sends good morning to some of our relatives and. All the people have got customized to his good morning. So they see, okay, his good morning is coming. Like it's time to get up or something. Nice. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. Well, with that, we come to the end of this episode, The Great App Bonanza, and we're looking forward to the fourth quarter, which would be toward the end of the year. So if you haven't submitted any of your apps, we encourage you to submit your App Bonanza or app for the App Bonanza so that we'll include it in our last one for this year. We want to thank those of you that have contributed and those of you who wanted to, but something prevented you to, please send those things in. And with that, Austin, how do people get hold of us? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. 
you can join a mailing list by sending an email to blind android users plus subscribe at groups.io you can join our telegram facebook discord and subscribe to our youtube channel the links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the youtube channel and also the links are in the websites panel of the youtube channels thank you so much and we come to the end of this one we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week and it's time to say goodbye and from me have a wonderful week bye later goodbye bye everyone Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.